Hello and welcome to You Contain Multitudes. On this podcast, we'll explore what it means to intentionally love, live, and succeed on your own terms, while exploring many of the things that make being on this planet so spectacularly interesting. You deserve an existence that fulfills upon your wildest dreams. Why? Well, simply because you contain multitudes. I made a pretty huge realization uh, recently and and then consequently pretty huge decision and I'm uh, this is definitely this is definitely personal so it was about when I was 28 that I before that I had not felt clear that I was ready to meet my partner I still caught myself wondering if I wanted partnership if I wanted a family and I would sort of go back and forth And then when I was 28, I'm now 33, when I was 28, it really landed deep inside my body that I was like, okay, I'm ready for my husband. I'm ready for the person that I want to co-create life with. And then I proceeded to embark into not one, but two serious relationships um, over that time frame with people that were not sure and not emotionally available and had unhealed avoidant attachment systems. And it was incredibly, incredibly painful. And yes, I learned a lot. I'm the kind of person where when I have, when I experience challenges, I can, I can harvest lots of great lessons and grow and, and I can see all the benefits of those experiences. And they were also they created like deep heart injuries that I would say I'm more afraid of falling in love now than I've ever been in my entire life because of how unloved I felt, which isn't to say that these people didn't care for me deeply, but they didn't know how to be loving when they were uncomfortable and they were uncomfortable a lot of the time and, and loving me in a way that was like nourishing for me and, and fueling for me, which just like kind of wasn't even on their radar. Um, and, and so over this, particularly in 2021, something I caught myself thinking and saying was, I'm really tired of being in this chapter. I feel like I'm stuck in this chapter. I feel like I keep repeating this chapter in love where I am so ready to give like every molecule of my being to co-creating life with the right person. And then I doubled down on not the right people. (laughs) Um, And I long for it so deeply. I yearn for it so like in like the darkest, most private, most intimate recesses of my heart. It's what I long for. And I felt like in a lot of ways, I was sort of waiting to build, to build, waiting to build things in my life that I really wanted to build because like my dream was not to, is not to build them alone. Like my dream was to build a home with my partner. My dream was to go live abroad with my partner. My dream was to have children with my partner, (laughs) um, to, 
you know, I've, I've done single for a really long time and I do it really well. And I, I have incredible adventures and I'm surrounded by the most remarkable community and sort of like that last missing puzzle piece feels like that, that, yeah, like life collaborator, the juicy, yummy, um, romantic life collaborator. And, and the other thing too, that would sometimes make this even more, mm, like tender was how I could help other people create it and I could help other people find it and I could help other people have these incredible breakthroughs through the dating and relationship coaching that I was doing. And so I recently was hearing myself have this thought again of like, I'm really tired of being in this chapter and and, and, and that sometimes sustaining the longing and the yearning, it's a creative tension, right? It's a tension between, it's like this arc, this elect, like electrical arc of energy between where I am and what I long for that hasn't arrived yet. And sometimes trying to sustain that creative tension felt really disheartening and exhausting. And what I realized too is what would this would also simultaneously do is it would pressurize new connections. Um, and I think that this is a very natural inclination. Um, everyone I know does this, but you start to meet somebody, you're like, okay, green flag, green flag, green flag. And you, and your brain starts to fantasize and daydream into like, oh, we could do this in the future. We could, I wonder if we would create this together. I think that's very natural. There's actually a lot of beauty in that, right? That um, despite having our hearts sort of torn asunder, we get, we give ourselves permission to dream uh, in, in like, in like into the best case scenario for love, right? Like how, how, what a testament is that to the, to the enduring beauty of the, of like the human heart's capacity to love. Oof, love that. Okay. What was I saying? Oh, it would pressurize new connections. So I would start to daydream and then when those connections would start to present not green flags and they would start to present, I like to say orange flags, which are the things where I'm like, hmm, okay, I'm not sure if that's going to be compatible or red flags where it's like, oh, this is glare, this is a glaring incompatibility. I would, I would feel a lot more loss than what made sense for that connection. So maybe I was only hanging out with that person for a couple of weeks and then, you know, one or both of us would decide that, you know, like not to continue seeing each other. And I would feel this like deep, kind of feels like ancient grief. And what I realized was I was, I would sit there and go, what? Like I only hung out with this person four times. This is a little crazy. <laughs> like, why am I feeling all like so much sadness? And I was like, oh, because it's not about this person. It's because right now I have been treating the arrival of my partner as a gatekeeper to the life I want to build because I really wanted to do it together. And so each time the connection doesn't quote pan out, unquote, I feel the grief of getting to embark on that chapter that I long for so deeply, which is building my home in the sandworms and, and starting to have a family. If you're loving the show, but haven't subscribed yet, what are you waiting for? Hit subscribe so that new episodes are delivered right into your podcast queue. That way you'll never miss a beat. 
really want to have a family when my dad is young enough. Ooh, I'm getting emotional. When my dad is like young enough to play with them and also where my children get to know my father. When he's, you know, before he's like like elderly, you know? So I recently was watching myself have these thoughts about feeling stuck in this chapter that I feel like I've been stuck in for five years and being like, this chapter does not feel alive. This chapter does not feel expansive. I feel stuck. I feel, it feels stagnant. It's like, I'm, I'm stuck on a road I don't want to be on. And, and I think this compounded with living in the house in Poulsville that I just moved from. And this house was restorative every, I mean, when they say environment is important, like, holy cow, I was in this home and realizing what home actually feels like. And I haven't felt like I had a home for many years now, um, ever since I would say my, my adopted mom sold the house I grew up in that I spent my teen years in. Um, and I think that was like 10 years ago, maybe. Um, and I felt home. I felt home at this place in Polsbo. And what I realized was that I'm ready to create that for myself. And, um, when my mom passed away, when I was 10, I inherited land, which I have been working to pay for, for ever since. <laughs> and it's, it was her lifelong dream to build a home up there. And she never got to see it realized. And I think one of the last things I ever said to her, as I said, I will take care of this. It's where she died. She died up on the land. And I was like, I will keep this in our family and I will save it for your grandchildren. And like, I will preserve this legacy that you made possible for us. And it was like the last thing I said to her on her deathbed. And so this insight was, I don't have to stay stuck. No, I'm not embarking on this next chapter with my partner in sight, but I am choosing to move into building. And so I have shifted my priorities and I'll probably share more in future podcasts about what that's actually looked like. But my number one priority right now is building a home up in the San Juan Islands in Northern Washington on this land that meant so much to my mother and means so much to me. And I found a builder. I'm interviewing architects. I'm shifting some things around professionally to prioritize this financially. And my intention is to build this home within the next two to three years and then to move up there. And if I have a partner or I don't have a partner, then three years, my intention is to get pregnant and start my family. And this insight and decision has been at once so powerful 
and it still has some grief attached to it because it's not, it's not, wasn't my number one choice of, of the way to do it. And if my partner wants to arrive between now and then, super welcome. But I have noticed an interesting shift in the way that I feel around my love life where because I've made this decision and this course correction and this commitment, I actually already know that I'm going to build these things that I long for and yearn for and want. And so it's depressurized connecting with people because my dreams are no longer riding on this person working out. My, if someone comes along and I'm like, this is the epic love story. This is the epic life. This is my mag. I talk about this. Um, and when I work with people doing, um, intentional dating is the first thing we do is we write out like a screenplay, right? Like if you could have the most incredible life and love story, what would you want it to look like? And we treat this like it's the screenplay you're casting for. So not only are you the leading actor, but you're also the director and the producer and the casting agent. And instead of changing your screenplay for whichever person comes along is really, is really creating your dream life, recognizing that the actors that you're auditioning for the role, they're going to come along and think it's the role of a lifetime. Um, or they'll come along and think it's a role of a lifetime. And then they'll say, and what if we also added X, Y, Z, right? So they can, of course, bring their own miscellaneous magic and additions. Um, but is for me is realizing that I am ready to build and I want to build now. I don't want to wait two more years or three more years or five more years. I'm ready to build now. And so I'm giving myself permission to let go of the waiting chapter and step into the building chapter. And if the right person comes along and he looks at my life and where I'm going and he says, that is an adventure I would love to be a part of. That is an adventure I'd love to add my magic to. And we have connection and we have chemistry and we have compatibility. Then wonderful. But my dreams are now no longer being throttled by the timing of his arrival. And this feels really powerful. It feels powerful. It also feels kind of vulnerable to share with my audience because my life is not unfolding the way that I originally thought I wanted it to, uh, especially in love. And that's the thing that I coach so many people on. So I wanted to share this one to be authentic and to model <laughs> model, you know, working with the unexpected twists and turns of life. And I also just wanted you to hear that if you're feeling stuck, if you are caught in like a waiting feedback loop, maybe make an unexpected choice or an unexpected decision or, com or commitment towards what you really want and watch as 
incredible new doors begin to open because that's what's happened in the very short period of time since I really sat with this and processed it and made this decision is I've met people who are moving to the San Juans. I've met people who want to come stay with me at my home in the San Juans. I, a builder landed in my lap who we sat down and I shared my vision for the home and I cried and he, and he has a waiting list out the door. And he said, I want to help you make this project a reality. And I've interviewed architects and um, I've had a couple of financial um, opportunities open up that would actually make this possible. And, and I just don't think that that all would have become available to me if I continued to let myself be in the waiting chapter, despite really not wanting to be there. So I hope this inspired some sort of insight for you. I hope that it's making you think a little bit differently about something in your life. And as always, I love to hear what landed and I love to have conversations with listeners. So let me know what you think, how it landed and what you might be changing in your life. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode. If you haven't yet, please take two minutes to write a five-star glowing review. It's the most powerful way you can help us grow. It boosts our visibility so that other beautiful weirdos and curious worldlings can find us and join the conversation. Until next time, please be ferociously you.